Did you know that yearly Medicaid renewals will start again soon? This means millions of people who were enrolled in Medicaid during the pandemic may no longer be eligible for coverage. If this may impact you, the good news is you have options. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield can help answer your questions so you can find an affordable health plan for you and your family. We want you to feel confident you're covered. Click to learn more. Policy exclusions and limitations apply. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Anthem Health Plans, Inc. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake, sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Morning, happy Friday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Swords in early break, full show ahead, lots to get to with good news in recruiting for Nebraska football. Get to that here in just a second. Nebraska basketball plays tomorrow. We've got NFL playoffs. God. This weekend we've got aging gracefully today. Oh God. What a beautiful day it is on this. Friday, January 20th. Good morning, Sip. How yeah, are you? I'm just fine. And you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Yeah, should we when I come in here, we shouldn't talk. <laughs> Just wait till the show starts. Yeah. No then, words. Then it's more fresh. It's like we're really saying good morning. That's How are right. you doing? Yeah. Instead of coming in and you immediately disparaging me in well, some way. Well, that's only half the time. <laughs> half the days I disparage I you. Do, the you. other. It goes both. It does go both ways. Sometimes it's me, sometimes it's you, and that's just the way it is in this Usually life. it's right out of the gate, too. It's like we should at least say good morning. <laughs> That doesn't even happen until the show starts. We have five, six minutes of no good morning at all, no. just disparaging some sort of mean comment one way or the other, and then, hey, the show starts good morning. And we got to act like we're yeah. like, like each other. <laughs> it's all an acting job, baby. I've been practicing my whole life. Stop. Stop. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. We As do. you would say, it's a full show. It is a full show. Most to a half a show. Yeah, it's always a full More show. Three, four show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a full show of fun. Yes. Um, let's see. You got any good idle chit chat this yeah, morning? I Sponsored about, by Newton's Lawn Care. I I thought about that. That you know, you always hear people say. That would be good talk around the water cooler. There we go. But who has a water cooler? Well, well we, do, we, we do. We do. We do. I know. It's amazing. We have a Culligan water cooler. You know what? I used to have, when we, we lived in Beatrice, when I was growing up, my first year or two there, we lived in a duplex before we got our house, <laughs> and we had a Culligan water cooler there. Where? My house. Our duplex. In the house? In Beatrice, yeah. In the house? Or be- in, in the house. Really? That was our water, basically. You know, we didn't... Didn't drink the tap water. Is that right? My dad worked at Culligan back in the day, way long time ago, for like a, like a couple years. So he had Culligan. And so we had a, a, a sweet Culligan, you know, dispe- water cooler in our house. So you could talk about sports around the water I cooler. could. You could talk about anything around the I water could. Yeah, we have a water cooler here, so we can have water cooler talk. We can. And I, we kind of do with the ticket, although we Oh, don't there's s- a lot of water cooler talk yeah. here. 
Well, it's all it's all water cooler talk here. That's what we do. Okay. Um, that wasn't very interesting, but uh, kind of. I think your first segment's interesting, and I think Eric Gilbert is interesting. Well, that's not fun. We- I don't chit-chat then. Sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care. Call them today at 402-440-6297 for a free quote for a 2023 fertilizer program. Yeah, I don't know what to suggest to you do at Super Saver or wherever you're in line. I mean, you could just go with the standard. God, it's pretty nice out but when it's not windy. That was your first words this morning. Hey, Jake, it's pretty nice outside. When it's not windy. You know what guy I like? The random guy. It's general guy. You know what guy I like? Who? The other day, going into Super Saver, slushy, snowing, spitting snow. You know, it's 30 and wet. Dude just rolls out of his big Suburban with shorts and flip-flops and a T-shirt. Just another day in paradise, <laughs> I baby. Loved it. I was like, man, I didn't say anything, but I was like, it's, your feet got to be freezing. I mean, you're traipsing through the slush and your sandals. But you can't show that at that point. When you're doing that, you can't show weakness. You can't show. No. Like, oh, he, there was no weakness with this dude. No, no, no. There was none. He was a big dude. I'm saying 6'4", 350. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't this is cold. Called, that was called pleasant weather for him. Yeah. You know, big dudes want to be. They don't be hot. Right. That's miserable for them. Yeah, I was like all bundled up. I felt like an idiot when I saw him. I kind of loosened. I un, I unzipped my jacket. I was like, man. All right. Idle chit chat. Sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care. Uh, let's get into some real chit chat. Now I'm interested in something. Where do you want to start? We're going to start. With, so I have a topic regarding Mike Bray. We'll get to it in a second. Oh, because it in, in a second. I like that one, too. We're going to get there. Okay. But there is good news for Nebraska football yesterday, as I just mentioned a few minutes ago. I wondered if you noticed it. Oh, yeah. Did I notice the news about Nebraska landing a big-time tight end? Yes, I did. Nebraska last night gets the commitment from Georgia transfer tight end Eric Gilbert, who was uh, at LSU, by the way, before that. And, uh, yeah, he's he's a former five-star tight end making his way to Nebraska. Now, think about this. Sip. Think it, but just, just envision this. We used to close our eyes in this show, but we haven't done that for a long time. I'll do it. Close your eyes. Okay. Let's let's look at fall of 2023. Matt Rule, new offense. Beard. You've got a healthy Thomas Fedoni play. We we've not seen yet at Nebraska. Also, former big time tight end recruit. Oh, and yeah. and with him, oh, I opened him a little bit. Go ahead. Eric Gilbert is on the line also. Well, two, two, you got du- two, double tights. You got a double tight end set. And two former number one tight ends in the country. Yeah, one's a five-star, one's a four-star. That's right. And all of a sudden, you've got both of them playing. They're both healthy. Yes, Fedoni's healthy in this instance. And they're wrecking apart the field like Iowa did with Hawkinson and Fant back in the day. You know what? <clears throat> Sam McEwen. Can you open your eyes now? Sam McEwen mentioned it in his three takes. Omaha World Herald, Sam McEwen. He threw in a line at the end of his three takes on Eric Gilbert joining Nebraska's roster. He threw at the very end, Nebraska's not, Nebraska's offense is not going to get caught without weapons like Iowa did last year. They're not. I mean, Nebraska's got them. That's why – Jake. I'm listening. That's why. I mean, as these things continue to unfold, this is not, this is a, this is not a rebuild. This is a reset. Eric Gilbert is another example of – Another example of why uh, this is not a rebuild, it's a reset. I would say 
if you're now ranking the incoming players from the transfer portal, I'm interested, and I don't know if you can do this because you don't have them all in, in front of you. I mean, I, I st- I'm going to st- go with Billy Kemp number one because he's going to catch 50 passes for sure. I mean, he's just going to no matter what. You know, Billy Kemp. Is, uh, yeah, for the Virginia transfer. Yeah. I would say now where, but you don't like you know small receivers though. Yeah, but he's see, yeah, he's productive he receiver. A bit here, he's then. a productive. I'm receiver. proud of you. Now easy. What you have been I'm, very harsh on small receivers. Uh when you have three of them lined up, <laughs> okay. it's a problem. One I'm fine with. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. When now you we're, when we're you line here. up three, five, ten, and belows, forget it. You All look right. like a Division two team. Okay, we're growing up here then. Yeah, Billy Kemp. I would say he's number one. I'm going to say the second most important incoming transfer is Ben Scott. Ben Scott center. at the center, yeah. I'd put him at number one. Okay. Ben Scott's my number one. Okay. Now, what are you doing with Jeff Sims? Well, Jeff Sims, if he's going to be the starting quarterback, is no worse than three on this list. That's a big Probably if. second. Yeah. Or first. Even if he's the second number two quarterback, he's probably third in my list. And then I'd go with Eric Eric Gilbert. Well, listen, Eric Gilbert, for those who think he's, oh, it's just another guy from Georgia who didn't play. Well, here's the deal. 2020 at LSU, he could have been a, he looked like a first-round pick. He was SEC's all-freshman team, 35 catches, 368 yards, and two touchdowns in eight games. <laughs> you put the first-round tag on him, huh? That's Husker Online put that on there. First-round pick? Yeah. Who wrote that? Was it Sean? Really? Sean. Sean put that. Sean really? Callahan, your colleague, Husker Online, said, after Gilbert's freshman season at LSU in 2020, he looked like a potential future first-round NFL draft. Well, okay, we are talking about. I mean, we're Nebraska. We got to stop and pause and think about something. Nebraska doesn't get five-star players very often, and they just got two of them. I didn't even mention MJ Gilbert for some reason. Sherman, MJ Sherman, MJ Sherman, yeah, MJ the Sherman. edge rusher. God, you're good. You are good. MJ, that's impressive that you catch that my fumbles. Yeah, I'm used to it. You, know, you jump on my fumbles. Yeah, MJ Sherman, he's a five-star player from Georgia. I don't even know what I think. I mean, I, I'm, I don't even. This stuff is happening so fast that we have to process the fact that Nebraska has just landed two five-star players from Georgia. I think what you'll see in Tunnel Talk today on HuskerOnline.com. I'll, I'll look at it when we get a chance. Is Sean Callahan wrote that Rule has a a coaching friend that they used to coach together at Western Carolina, who's on the <clears throat> who's on the Georgia staff, and Rule told him, "We'll take your guys. Just put it out there. We're we're open for business for your guys that are going into the portal." Hmm. So Nebraska has a connect had a connection. They almost got uh, Brett Seether. Um, Brett Seether was a a. Georgia tight end, you know, down the line a little bit. Um, they almost got him. He was on campus. He ended up going to Georgia Tech. So we're in, as far as these five-star guys go, we're in rarefied air a little bit. Eric Gilbert, the player we're talking about right now, was the first high school tight end to be named National Gatorade Player of the Year since the inception of the award in 1985. He was the National Player of the Year. Eric Gilbert. I mean, we're talking about a guy who caught 101 passes for 1,760 yards for a Class 7A team in Marietta, Georgia. 
that's 117 yards per game. Okay, 14 touchdowns. You mentioned what he did at LSU. Now, we're also talking about a player who sat out the 2021 season at Georgia dealing with personal issues. Mm. Now, Kirby, Kirby has talked about Eric Gilbert a few times and said our main focus is to get him well off the field. So there's that you, you got there's that part of it. Now there's also the part where why does why is he why is he transferring? Well, they have Brock Bowers. Brock Bowers, as our friend Vince Napa, California, would tell you, is very good. He's from Napa. <laughs> he's probably the best tight end. In he's the he's exceptional. He's very very good. Right, and then they had Darnell Washington this year, who's headed probably to the NFL now. So, and then they have another guy they've recruited really well at the position. So Eric Gilbert popped free into the portal. Nebraska gets him. Nebraska gets him after they lose uh, Vokalek. Was Vokalek's first name Travis? Travis Vokalek. Travis Vokalek and Chancellor Brewington. Mm -hmm. So there's a need. Nebraska has all these tight ends in addition to Fedoni's six scholarship tight ends, but none of them really have any experience. A.J. Rollins, James Carney. Hickman has a little Chris Hickman. Yeah, Chris Hickman has a little experience. Chase Androff, no experience. Brody Tagaloa, no experience. Borkacher is a walk-on. Now, he had six He's catches. Played. He's played. Yeah, he had six catches last year. So, I don't know. If, if, Gilbert, if Gilbert pans out well and Fedoni is indeed and – and by the way, I've heard Fedoni is, is training at a super high level. Super high. Well, it, it, it's for him. It's just staying healthy. We yeah. we know he's got. We know he has a lot of talent. We just haven't seen it here because he's been hurt for two years in a row. So if you here's the bottom line, Jake. If you have like you made me close my eyes and envision Gilbert, Fedoni, and Borkacher, you feel really good about that top three. Well, it, it's it'd be nice to have the middle of the field taken care of with the tight ends. <laughs> Yeah, how about red zone targets? How about yeah, third down you and are five? A tight end guy, aren't third you? and yeah, how many times on this, yeah. in this show's history have I said yeah. utilize the tight ends? Well, look at the two they might have out there. That'd be like, pretty like, impressive. Yeah, I might close my eyes again. Actually. Now, I, I want to I want to address a part of the fan base that it might say, well, well, look, what? How is this different than last off season with two guys from Alabama coming in, Stephon Wynn and Kane Williams? We saw Stephon Wynn play; he was fine. Wynn played a lot. He did. He wasn't. He wasn't a game changer, but he was fine. Mm-hmm. We never saw Kane Williams. Kane play. Williams was damaged goods. He came with a shoulder issue. Well, some people might ask: Are are these guys damaged goods? Now, well, we can we can answer that question. What's his name? M J Sherman. M J Sherman. He did injure a knee in his. He tore his ACL in his junior year of high school, and, and there was a partial meniscus tear. And there is some talk down south. <laughs> In SEC land, he lost it. He never really got his explosiveness back. Now we'll see on that. Now, a, a four-string player at Georgia might be a first-string player at Nebraska. Let's face it. Let's be real, and that's what you're looking at. I mean, Eric Gilbert was probably in that four-string range. He got some. He got. He made two catches. Played in three games out of fifteen. Probably fourth, fifth string. That might be your best tight end. That's the way it works right now. That's okay. And he might be really good. He's just he's in a well, position saw, with two first rounders. We just probably. saw Trey Palmer, who was a what, a right. third or fourth string receiver right. at LSU, become a great receiver at Nebraska. Exactly. 
Exactly. Exceptional no receiver. In that. No, he, I mean, he's gonna he be a, got an opportunity here. He could be a third-round draft pick this year. He could be. Yeah. He just needed a chance to show it in a very stacked receiver room at LSU. Got a chance to come to Nebraska, be the and guy, and prove he that. could be the guy. Yeah, so that's what this is about. I mean, it's largely about that opportunity. Now, Gilbert would have to get a waiver to play this year. Now, it doesn't sound to me like that will be an issue. But, you know, he's, he's already transferred once. He's not going away from a coaching change. No. Um, so he's got, he'll have to get an NCAA waiver if he's going to play this year. I Again, it doesn't sound like that's – I think NCA's handing out stuff like that, like candy. Like candy. Yeah. Before we get to a phone call, we, uh, we have a text from Wet Blanket. It always keeps us in check here. Okay, WB. Wet Blanket, WB, on the text line, 402-464-5685. Wet Blanket says this, how do any of these transfers compare to Omar Manning, Marquis Stepp, Jordan Stevenson, Tyreek Johnson, okay. or the greatest Husker transfer ever, Tanner Lee? Okay, you can name all those guys, but you also have to name guys that have worked. It works both ways. Trey Samari Ture worked pretty well. Trey Palmer. Yeah, Samari Ture. Ture. Just a, well, Nebraska's last two leading receivers, WB, <laughs> were, were, were transfers. I mean, the running back was a junior college transfer. You'd agree, Anthony Grant. You'd agree Anthony Grant, where he ran for 915 yards behind a bad offensive line. And was good. He's good. He's could be the number one guy again this year. So the transfer – oh, Sean Mathis wasn't a bad player. I mean, he was good. He didn't put the program or the defense over the top, but he wasn't the reason they were losing. He was pretty good. He came on late in the season. He was all right. So, no, it worked. It's worked. There's probably others. Come on, think about it. I got Others that, that were successful this past year – well, just period. I we, have. We never saw much out of Hunter Anthony. You didn't see much out of Kevin Williams. I'm thinking about transfers that came to Nebraska yeah, this offense, past offseason. Offensive yeah, offensive Oliver line, Martin but, was productive. Yeah, to a certain extent. Productive. Casey Thompson. Casey Thompson. Uh, would hello. Be, that, that last year's starting Come on, WB, you got to be fair. Yeah, I mean, of course not every player hits. WB. What blanket? In We'll have Bill Bush on on Monday, by the way. Hello, preview. breaking news. Yeah, we're gonna have in Bill, studio. Yeah, we're gonna have Bill Bush in studio, and Bill Bush, I bet, would tell you if the. Well, I know this. Mike Eckler told me this, who's one of the best recruiters in the country. That if you're hitting fifty fifty as a recruiter, you're doing well. So yeah, WB. There's gonna there's gonna be some guys that don't work. Fifty percent of them that don't work, like you want them to. So, yeah, I mean, you can throw guys out that don't work, but you better throw guys out like Casey Thompson and, and Samari Ture and Trey Palmer and Anthony Grant. That, Brian Buschini. <laughs> Brian Buschini. Nice one, Jake. Thank you. That, yeah, Can we welcome. put Bleak Road in that category or not? Uh, yeah. He, he, was, he was okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you don't know for sure, but, I mean, how do you turn – like, now here's a question for WB – and you and anybody, if if you're Matt Rule, okay, just let's just put it this way, okay? This this will simplify it for everybody. If you're Matt Rule or Marcus Satterfield, and somebody from Georgia calls and says, "Hey, Eric Gilbert's interested in 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 your school," 
Matt Rule might say, okay, fill me in on Eric Gilbert. Yeah. Well, he had 35 catches as a true freshman at LSU for 368 yards, and he happened to be the National Gatorade Player of the Year at his high school, Class 7A in Marietta, Georgia. He was the number two player in the state of Georgia (laughs) overall. He was the number five player in the class of 20 overall the number one tied in would you be interested in him i might say well hold on this sounds too good to be true why why us why him i don't know would you would you it would i don't know i would just say yeah well i want to look at him well i would say that also but i'd say why why us and why him now well it's pretty easily explained brock bowers is the best tied in in the country and darnell washington's being mentioned as a first round trip yes but i'd be curious why other schools wouldn't be after him they are I know. Big Ten schools. A lot, he, he wouldn't say where he visited, yeah. but you think Nebraska was his only visit? No, I don't. Of course it was I'm wasn't. just trying to play devil's so advocate. would you say no to that? <laughs> no, and, they, and Nebraska didn't say no. Why would you? Make it, You can make it work. But if you close your eyes, like we did earlier, mm. it's a pretty, pretty sight with him and Thomas Fedoni together. Yeah. If they both can stay healthy. On the I field. understand what WB, too. I understand. I'm a skeptical about everything, and I get it. And, you know, Nebraska... Okay, now you get into a bit of a serious conversation. Nebraska WB has to take chances, whereas Ohio State doesn't. Alabama doesn't. Georgia doesn't. They don't have to take Maurice Washington, you know? Did Nebraska have to take Maurice Washington? Yeah, they needed guys. It didn't work out well. No, he, he was, yeah, they did need He him. was solid. And no, then- Nebraska needs guys that, that for whatever reason aren't working at those types of places. Yeah, you need them here. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. They can cause start, more problems than they can be as just Yeah, as but you got to take your though. chances. You got to take your chances. That's what I believe. That's what this is. You're taking your chances here. But how many All-Americans has Nebraska had in the last five they years? Did. None. Well, how do you win then? How do you win big without All-Americans, Jake? Tell you me develop. how that happens. You develop. No, how do you do it? No, no, no. Well, yeah, you do. How many? Okay, Jake. How many All Americans has Nebraska developed? They haven't developed any All Americans. How do you beat Ohio State with no All Americans? It's very difficult. How to do, do you that. beat Michigan with no All Americans? How do you do it? It's very difficult. All right, to do WB, that. fill me in. How do you do it? Oh, you just got to coach them up, right? You got to really play hard. Yeah, good luck. Nebraska good was luck. very close to beating Michigan and Ohio State two years ago. Yeah, great. Did very they close. do it? They did not. With all Americans, you get over the top. That's how you do it. With a, with Amir Abdullah, you get over the top. With I don't even know if he's an all American. Close second, enough. Second team. With Levante David, with with Randy Gregory, with Grant Wistrom. I mean, they they were way over the top at that point. But that's how you get over the top. Boy, I'm being obnoxious. Yeah, I could play the the music for you, but I'm not going to. Yeah, why don't you hit it? I don't have it pulled up. You know, Nick play hit it. Did he? He put he hit take it easy what one did, time. Uh, what happened? What, I don't what remember what it was. We, I, I was being surly. Well, I could have played it now, but I didn't. We got some phone calls. Am I to offending? Get to. I'm, not, I'm not offended. Is oh, WB offended? Uh, he says this. You are exactly right. Those guys were very good players. How many wins did they did their play lead to? No, I Transfers don't. are Band-Aids. They don't change four-win programs, says WB. I mean, I, I think a, he, Randy Gregory, he was a transfer that was a game-changer. Levante David was a transfer that was a game-changer. Two co-transfers. Game-changer. Those were not guys coming to four-win programs, though. That's no. his point. 
Well, you need that, a few of them. That was a program it. that was was pretty was solid, and they made made them better. Mm-hmm. Nebraska, they're not they're not a bad football team. They haven't won a lot of games recently because they don't have all Americans. Okay, we got a couple phone calls. If you can hear us, you're up first or early break. Who do we have here? Go ahead. Good morning, Steve J. It's Chris from the Baldwin Shop. Hey, good job on the streets, guys. I saw it. I witnessed it. I saw the trucks, and you did a great job, and I appreciate it. Well, that's very kind of you, Steve. Actually, nature kind of gave us a break there. You know, we were expecting a lot worse, and uh, and uh, it, we didn't get it, and it was a wet, heavy snow. The temperature was up, so it disappeared pretty quick, and uh, and we needed the moisture, you guys. Yeah, we, we did. did. We, we did. did. Uh, are you working? Yes, I'm headed to the Baldwin shop right now, Steve. Jake. What's right. on your mind today, my friend? Well, uh, first of all, I'd like to welcome Jake back. Uh, Jake, <laughs> Nick filled in very well for you. Nick's a uh, he's he's a valuable man up there. We all we all love Nick when he's on the radio and. And uh, I got to ask you, Jake. I've been to Hawaii a couple of times. And I was out there in wow. 1982 for oh. the Nebraska Hawaii game. Okay. Uh, and uh, did you go to Diamond Head and get to see Pearl Harbor? I did. I did. I went to Diamond Head, saw Pearl Harbor last Thursday. It was great. Yeah. 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 Very, uh, very powerful uh, Pearl Harbor. When Absolutely. You step on that memorial and stuff. Very. Very power, powerful scene out there when you imagine what happened uh, back in 1941 there. But uh, anyway, Jake, welcome back. Thank but you. Steve, Jake, okay, on this here. Now, Brad called me, our good friend that works with me at Baldwin. And, yes, Brad. And told me, he said, did you hear yesterday? I'd, we got, or today, we got a five-star recruit. And, you know, I, Steve, Jake, listen, I, oh, this is great that we're getting transfers and I, I tell you what, I'm I'm going to be with uh, our good friend Wet Blanket yes. and uh, any Debbie Downers and actually what I call 21st century fans that have knots all over our head from the beatings we've taken in this uh, millennium of football. Uh, you know what? You know, Steve, I'm going to I'm going to kind of anticipate your counterpunch on this. Okay. But you know, we the last two years we've had good receivers come through here. Lead the team in receiving, but you know what, Steve, Jake, I'm not. A, I, I'm not. Impre- I, I granted statistics are fine, but I want wins. I want wins. I, that, that's what I care about. Wins, and you know we're, we're on a what a seven eight year where streak here where we haven't had a winning season. I said last summer that this transfer portal bringing in these transfers, it's like putting pieces to a uh, maybe a 500-piece puzzle together. You know, it uh, it's going to work sometimes. Sometimes those parts are going to work. Sometimes they're not. Yep. Uh, it, it, we had a pretty easy schedule this past year. Things didn't work out. We thought maybe they would with the schedule. We've got a pretty good-looking schedule coming up. And uh, uh, this year, 2023, uh, you know, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But, guys... I, I tell you what, okay. this is just going to be a tough thing. You know, this this kid coming from, from Georgia and LSU, uh, you know, he might have been a five-star recruit coming out of high school and his freshman year. I, I looked at the, the, what he did his freshman year was good. Uh-huh. The last couple of years, you know, he's probably morphed down to a three-star recruit. Oh. 
you know, and so I, I, you know, Steve Jake, I, I just take this, you know, very in a very hesitant way, and and uh, you know, like I said, to me, it's all about wins and losses. I want, I want to see wins. I want to, I want to see us playing for championships again. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. I have my doubts. You guys know my feelings on the, the program right now and, and where the state of college football is. But, uh, uh, guys, I, I, hey, I don't get excited about this. I'm just patiently waiting for, uh, for, for next fall, and, and I'm not going to rush the spring and summer away, you guys, because I'm already sick of winter. But uh, anyway, guys, hey, listen. Great show, and I'm going to hang up and listen. Okay, thanks for the call, Chris. Appreciate yeah, that. I mean, <clears throat> Jake, Chris, WB, I completely understand that the sentiment of being a little bit halting or very halting in your optimism or excitement. Yeah, of course you are. And it's not ideal to once again rely pretty hard on the transfer portal. And, you know, Nebraska is at 10 players out of the portal now. 10 players out of the portal. I think the number will grow to 14 or 15. 16 last year. It's not it's not over yet. No, no. And, and what I, I don't know that it's – it doesn't – I doesn't. I guess it doesn't bother me as much as it bothers some people. Um, it's just where Nebraska's at right now. And I'd rather them be trying. Jake, this is all about need. This is need. Get, getting these guys is just about need. You could say they probably wouldn't take back Garcia Castaneda, Isaiah, or Bet Xavier without if you didn't need them, right? Right? You need you need a player to go with Fedoni. I don't even we'll see how Fedoni is. Yeah. You need He's still a big if. Tight end was a position of need. Receiver was a position of extreme need. Right? You didn't, they didn't go after a running back in a portal. Didn't need to. These these portal players, Jake, edge rusher, need. You lost Garrett Nelson, O'Shawn Mathis, and Caleb Tanner. What are you gonna do if you don't go in the portal? You you're gonna play with two? I mean, well, that's the difficulty of being a first-year head coach. You know, you're inheriting what you have, what you have, and it's hard to go. So you go into the portal. At, at that point, you have to go to the portal and fulfill needs. And and that's, I mean, you. So you went and got M.J. Sherman, and Chief Borders. Chief Borders, you know, Chief Borders is not proven as an edge rusher at Florida. He wasn't. He a special teams player, but Greg, Greg's people in the SEC say Chief Borders came from a great high school and the Florida coaches didn't run him out of there. I mean, he came to a place where he knows he's going to play. Okay? Nothing wrong with that. So Power five football, too. Billy Kemp need, Josh Fleeks, they need, Jeff Sims sees an opportunity. Um, It's it's just a need discussion. Is there something wrong with that? No, there's not something wrong with that at all. Why do we push back i'm not we push back because it hasn't been fruitful yet for nebraska well the portal's only been in play for a few years right well as you know people like instant results they see michigan state in the first year of the portal go from whatever they had to 11 wins with mm-hmm. kenneth walker and peyton thorne and those guys mm-hmm. which is probably the exception to the rule no I, no pun intended now here's the deal 
Here's the deal. I didn't mean to do that. No, here's no pun intended. Here's the deal. We don't know if it's going to work, but there's a new coach, and and that might. I think it will help. I mean, I think, yeah, I think it will help. <laughs> I'm just going to say, it, I'm just going to keep it at that. And I don't know. They they just had to do it. They they had to do it. And you would agree the pro- program wasn't terrible before bringing these guys in. And maybe this gets it over the hump. Well, that's the hope. Yeah. No guarantees. And if you stand pat, then what are you doing? So why are we complaining? Well, I think we assumed they would hit the portal pretty hard. Right. In the first year for sure. But but again, but again, I'm going to go back to those guys, Chris and WB. Halting optimism is just fine right now. I, I totally understand it. I, I mean, I'm generally that way too a little more i fall into the optimism a little too fast sometimes don't we all not we, everybody we, we consume kool-aid at a sick level sometimes <laughs> speak for yourself. we got a phone call next early break oh yeah ticket. okay